Dollar forty nine. But the price on the can though. The price is on the can though. I am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us can bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a supporter of this podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. And by supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. And you can also check out our newly minted um, page on Patreon. We're now on Patreon now. Um, and you can check us out as at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Any little bit helps, and we would really appreciate your support if you have the funds to do so. So, um, so a little bit of news about Jersey. Um, so, um, I wanted to talk about, um, the new developments in New Jersey from the, um, article that I came across, um, from NJ.com. And, um, so as you see from, like, the cold open, um, that was, that was from the show Atlanta. Um, <laughs> and you'll see why I brought up that clip after, or during I read the article, during the time I read the article. You'll, it'll come full circle, you'll see. So, um, this is from NJ.com, and, and it's categorized, um, New Jersey Marijuana, and, uh, the article is titled, NJ's Marijuana Bill Nearly Dead. That means you may get to vote on making weed legal. And then um, it's written by Brent Johnson, um, NJ Advanced Media for NJ.com. And um, let's, let's, let's read the article. Um, it's, it's now all but certain that New Jersey voters, not lawmakers, will decide whether to legalize recreational marijuana in the state. Three legislative sources told NJ Advance Media late Thursday. So, um, yeah, um, with that, um, so I know it's disappointing that you're, I know, um, in the Garden State, I know my Garden State listeners, I know it's disappointing that your lawmakers couldn't follow through with this sort of promise that the governor made 
and that the lawmakers were dead convinced that they had the votes when they really didn't. They they had a lot of they had a very divided caucus and um they had some reefer madness Dems um that were looking to sink it. Shout out to Ron Rice, Senator Ron Rice, shout out to you. <laughs> and um but yeah, um you had figures like those that were that, that were talking about how cannabis is the scourge of the earth and I think he was a former cop, believe it or not. Um so I mean you, you could tell what his angle at at cannabis is. You know, they're going to obviously look at it from a very reefer madness and slanted view. You know, they're going to still there's like it's like the ghost of Nixon is still in that guy's head from when he was a child or whatever, when he was a young adult, when Nixon was saying that the drugs were evil or whatever, and that it was that this, the canvas was scheduled one and that it's for losers or whatever. And, you know, in their young, in his young adulthood, when Reagan was president, when he was seeing just say no or whatever, when he was probably around the same age I am now, um, it's, you know, they have like a collective P I would say that a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of boomers, a lot of early, a lot of like elder Xers, sort of the, it's like they have like a collective PTSD. If if you catch my drift, like they're like they're afraid that um, if if they see anything remotely kind about cannabis, that Nancy Reagan's shadow or whatever, or Nancy Reagan, like while they're in the um, mirror brushing their teeth you know, will will appeal appear in 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 the mirror and um wag their finger at them up all up in their face, telling them how bad and evil and how much of losers they are for not saying no. It's like there's just a collective PTSD with a lot of people in that generation. I'm not saying all, you know, because I'm I'm sure I have I am sure I'm I'm more than sure I have listeners over fifty that have uh, that are either subscribers or um listeners of the podcast so i'm not seeing everyone that age range is like that but um i mean for example the um the founder of normal i think keith stroop or whatever he's probably around that age or whatever probably in his 60s probably around my parents age which is which which squarely falls in the boomer generation and he's been advocating for cannabis you know, since like the sixties, early seventies, late sixties, early seventies, and he hasn't let up in, in being an advocate. So again, I'm not saying every boomer or every jet, every older Gen Xer thinks this, but yeah. Um. So yeah, and um. But yeah, it's better this way because um. The thing is, you can't really trust lawmakers to go at bat with the issue unless you replace every lawmaker, unless you replace every city councilor. With with, with uh, someone with AOC or um, Bernie's politics, when it comes to everything, including cannabis, you're going to have skid. You're going to continue to have skittish lawmakers of this of the generation and of the age cohort that I just described that grew up being told that cannabis is bad and being told that you know if you do it, kiss your middle class life goodbye. You know, because it's going to ruin your reputation. It's going to make you unemployable. You're not going to pass a drug test, yada, yada. So there's just a lot of collective PTSD with, like, I would say, like, a lot like a lot of the cohort I just described. You know, I'm not saying millennials don't have their hangups. I still do. And, um, you know, like I told you in, like, a previous episode, like, I, I went to college from 08 to 2012. And... During that time, 
um, there were no states that made it legal. You know, it was still failing. It was still fa- it was being put on the ballot, and it was still failing, even in, in states that have had medical the longest. You know, California, it failed. It failed in my junior year of college. I remember that perfectly. Because, again, I had an older sister who lived in L.A., and I often joked to her during that vote that I was going to visit L.A. like um, maybe the maybe in the new year or whatever, spend New Year's, you know, in L.A. when it's legal or whatever. And um, the reason why I said that was because my birthday, um, fa- my birthday falls like in the, um, my birthday falls in November, like late November. So like, so like when a new law passes or something like that, or when I have to vote on something or, or at that time I was, I was still 20. I was about to turn 21. Like 2010 was a year I turned 21. So like I said, it was late November. So I was like, oh, well my thinking was, you know, if I wait new years or whatever, you know, I'll be over 21 and, you know, I'll be able to take full advantage of it being legal if they did it. But as history shows, they failed doing that, and it wasn't until 2016 that it succeeded. But yeah, I mean, in the 2010s and in, like, 2008, it was still, you know, you had states that were passing medical. You had Michigan, you had, I think, Arizona at that time period passing medical. But, you know, it was still very stigmatized. And, you know, even in my state where, you know, it again, it's been decriminalized since 08. And so that's my entire adult life. You know, there were still people, like, I felt uncomfortable telling that I use. You know, there were still, like, when I was when I was talking to a girl that I was interested in or whatever, um, I would be very, very guarded and fearful that I would never, I would never divulge my canvas use unless they brought, they brought it up first. You know, because I, I, I didn't want some girl tagging me as a sooner. But, I mean, now that I'm 30 and stuff and, like, I'm older and wiser... You know, uh, I'm not saying that I'd never date a a person that doesn't use, but why am I chasing the validation of of people who don't like cannabis? Like, why am I chasing, like, the... Why am I courting people that have fundamental disagreements with, you know, with lifestyles that I I don't have a problem with, you know? But, you know, when I was younger, I was all about, you know, I was all about validation. I was all about, you know, getting people to like me, but... You know, one cool thing about, you know, hitting your 30s is that you stop being like this. You know, you start seeing what's more important. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm an elderly old man that's seen everything, but you've seen a few things at 30, you know, whereas at 20, you're so fresh face and your brain hasn't really developed yet. So, you know, you've lived through a couple of decades by the time you're 30. You know, again, I've lived through... I mean, I'm not going to count 89 because I was born two months before 19. I was born one month and some change before 1990. So I'm not going to count living through the 80s as that. But I, I'll count living through the 90s. I, I remember that most of that whole decade. I'll count living through the aughts. I remember all of that decade. I'll count living through the 2010s. And we're in 2019 now. So, I mean, so that's, that's a couple of decades I've lived through. But, I mean... Again, I'm not saying I know everything or that I know a lot. I know a few things at this point, but you know, I'm, I'm like like um, like 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 a lot of a lot of smart people always say, I'm still learning. You know, I I'm still learning. I'm always still learning. I'm open to being wrong. I'm open to 
soaking up game from people who know more than me or elderly people that have some, you know, some tried and tested wisdom to sort of impart upon me. I'm open to listening to that. But uh, let's continue. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay. So before before I continue. So, yeah, um, it's good that you have it. So um, you can um, you can put it to the ballot because if you can put it to the ballot, you know, it's going to pass. You're not reliant on reaper madness lawmakers. And most importantly, you can advocate for things like home group. You know, you have the leverage right now to advocate for that. But let's continue. A plan for the legislature to pass a bill that would make recreational pot legal for those 21 and older in the Garden State is likely dead, said the sources, who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss private negotiations. Although Governor Phil Murphy and his fellow Democrats who lead the legislature are gunning for a vote this month, one source said there's no hope for that now because... They, they are still not secured enough votes for the measure to pass and are light, unlikely to. A second source sa- says someone needs to call the damn thing. And a third source says voters will definitely be the ones to decide the issue on the ballot box. Now lawmakers are simply waiting, waiting for Senate President Stephen Sweeney to make it official that legislators will not get a chance to vote in the bill, the seriousness said. This can happen within days. No decision has been made about when a referendum would go in the ballot. It could be this November or next, but 2020 is much more probable, the sources said. If it is the latter, that means you might not get to light up legally until 2021. Still, two officials in Murphy's administration disputed the notion that there's no hope for the legislature to pass the bill. Quote, there's still hope. (laughs) Okay, no they ain't. These lawmakers, again, this is a very divided New Jersey caucus. You have so many of the Dem caucus, which helps sink the um, legalization chances, you have so many of them buying in a reefer badness. And Republicans, you know, I mean, like when I remember watching the test, when I remember watching when they sent it to the, when when it passed committee and was going to get sent to a full Congress vote, you know, there was, I think, one Republican that said he might support it. But all the Republicans voted, all if not most, voted party lines against it. Because again, you know, again, it's not about cannabis to Republicans and conservative Republicans. It's not about it. It's 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 secondary. It's it's about culture culture war posturing. It's about proving how much you like busting black and brown and black and brown people and and hating on counter counterculture people and hating on other minorities. It's all about flexing how much you don't like these groups, and that's why they're opposed to legalization. It's not the plan itself. It's, it's that, you know, it's that it could, is that, is that the people that they perceive using it, like like the aforementioned groups I just mentioned, are the, are the primary users in their imagination and anything that's going to bring those primary users to their, 
redneck neighborhoods, you know, they're not a fan of, you know, they will, you will never, ever get them to admit this. But like, like, like a Nixon aide or a Nixon official said, he, he said word for word that he, they made cannabis illegal because they could not make it illegal to be black and they could not make it illegal to be anti-war. So they had to demonize the two groups and they use cannabis as a culture war posturing issue to do that. So that's straight from the horse's mouth. I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not just, you know, hating on the Republicans. You know, they've actually said this, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I laugh at the fact that they're saying there's still hope. No, they ain't. These lawmakers are, many of them are reefer madness and they, you know, they're too skittish to want to do this. You're seeing this in New York, you know, Rhode Island said, oh, we, you know, we might do it, you know, because Massachusetts is doing it, Connecticut's looking into it, but you know, I'm not hearing of any positive efforts to my knowledge of Rhode Island. I haven't heard any too much of updates and um Connecticut, you know, it's like the governor wants it, but in articles I've read from like Connecticut sources, the governor, like the article always says it's not a high priority for the governor, but he wants it. So again, he's not going to go to the mat for this. He's not going to spend political capital to make this happen and make this a priority. It's a, it's a top 15. It's a, it's 15 or, or 16 or 17 on the list. It ain't five, four, or three, you know, for, for the governor of Connecticut. And the lawmakers, you still have some skittish lawmakers in Connecticut too. You have a very similar problem like you have in New York. You know, in New York, you have skittish lawmakers that are, that, you know, are think of the children, you know, children are going to have more access to it. You have police unions trying to sink it in New York. You know, you have um, conservative Democrats from wealthier suburban districts that are reefer madness and don't want, you know, black and brown people consuming cannabis and coming to their neighborhoods to go to dispensaries. Again, you're not going to get these voters to ever admit that. But, you know, based on, you know, a lot of, of, of things about about the drug war and how racist it is, that's the underpinning of why these some of these districts are against it. Again, it's not about the cannabis itself. It's about the people they perceive as its users and the kind of crowd it's going to attract to their to their quote unquote pristine neighborhoods. <laughs> One legislative source said even if the recreational bills dies, it's possible the legislature could pair pair a a pair of related measures in the coming months. One to exp- don't pair the measures. Just expand the medical program. The medical program is a joke. New Jersey has like what close to ten million people or something like that. One of the most densely populated states. Yet they only have like a, a dozen or two dozen dispensaries for such a gigantic population. And it's it's, it's very hard to get a card. It's very expensive. Cannabis is like four hundred, five hundred an ounce from things I've read, and you know. It, they need they need the expansion off the bat. They have enough votes to just ex- make the expansion a standalone bill. But this Murphy governor is being a d-bag and he's trying to tie medical with adult use, which medical again all use is medical. But you know for the time being, the medical people with with the industry medical industry medical cannabis industry being such a mess in New Jersey need the most help right now. 
you know, they should they should prioritize passing medical reform instead of tying it to a bill. It's just it's just disgusting what he does, what he's doing. If you have the opportunity in New Jersey to replace Murphy with a more um, progressive person, I'd all, I I would take the opportunity left to me. But that's just me. Murphy had already planned on expanding medical cannabis on it. This author uses weed too much. I'm going to start. I'm going to replace the instance. This is like the third instance he's used weed. So I, I'm replacing these instances of weed or her instances of weed with cannabis. Because, again, weed is an antiquated term used to sort of demonize um, minorities. It's, it's a loaded term. So... I'd rather just use cannabis. So I'm going to replace all these instances with cannabis. And all these instances of marijuana with cannabis. Murphy already planned, was already planning to expand medical cannabis on his own if a vote on the recreational bill didn't materialize by the end of the month. Okay, he is, he is looking to expand it on its own. Good. Because I was going to say, because I've read other articles where he said he wanted to tie adult use with the med with medical reform. But no, just pass medical right flipping now. Pass medical reform right now. Does diminishing hopes of the marijuana bill come as a controversy over tax breaks has consumed Trenton in recent weeks? A task force convened by Murphy is examining whether companies abuse tax breaks doled out to the state, including those with ties to South Jersey power broker George Norcross III, a close ally of Sweeney. This has caused bad blood between Murphy and Sweeney to boil even more and cast shadow over the push for cannabis as well as, a sta as, well as state budget negotiations. Of the 10 states to legalize marijuana or cannabis, only Vermont has done so legislatively. And again, it was with so many strings attached. He was, you know, Phil Scott, the governor of Vermont, you know, because I live in New England. So I know a tiny bit about the other New England politics. But from the things I've read, Phil Scott was like, oh, um, I'm not going to sign this unless there are there there are, are strict limits and strict penalties for driving high or there are strict penalties for um or there are strict assurances that we're gonna that we're gonna cut down on highway safety or whatever that we're gonna protect highway safety and, and people not driving high on the highways oh my god it's the biggest problem in the world but if you look up vermont's highway fatality rates they have some of the lowest in the country and vermont is always at the top of the heat on, on list of, of states that use the most cannabis so people be people having a permissive attitude towards cannabis in Vermont and in Bernie State, you know, hasn't done an iota to to, to cause highway deaths. Does hasn't done hasn't none of his fears have materialized. Not zero. It's just posturing on his part because you know he doesn't like cannabis like any other Republican. Don't get it twisted. Northeast Republicans have the same exact view as Southern Republicans and Midwest Republicans. They're just better at using sort of language to sort of to sort of hide that hide that disdain. They're, you know, whereas Midwestern or Republican or Republicans in the South are more naked about their opposition to cannabis. You know, but that's but just just an A side on Vermont. 
On Thursday morning, Murphy said in an unrelated news conference in Trenton that a voter referendum has always been possible in New Jersey, but the governor said he preferred to legalize pot in the legislature, giving them flexibility to set up the program and make changes in the future. I want to exhaust that with legislative leadership before we talk about a plan B, Murphy said. Assembly Speaker Craig Coughlin of Middlesex agreed. We have work to do, Coughlin said. Whether in the fact that we get there or not remains to be seen. And if we don't, then I think we need to continue looking for ways to do it. Murphy has scheduled to meet with Coughlin and Sweetie later in the day to discuss budget and how to tinker with the marijuana bill to win over more votes. But Sweeney pulled out at the last minute, saying he had another meeting to attend. Wow. There's so much dysfunction in New Jersey politics, just from this article I'm reading. You know, it kind of makes me blush it, blush when I, when I read about this. But Massachusetts politics is almost equally as corrupt. But, wow. You know, the, 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 the Senate leader or whatever saying, oh, I have another meeting. No, you have beef with the governor and you're, you know, you're using some passive aggressive excuse to duck out, to duck out of it, you know. But, um, okay, let's read it. Let's finish. Still, lawmakers from both major political parties have been opposed. A planned, a, a planned vote on the measure in March was canceled when it became clear the Senate did not have enough votes. Leaders have been considering changes to the legislation to make it more palatable to lawmakers on the fence. But three legislators' sources say there hasn't been much progress obtaining more yes votes since then. Thus, it's, it is likely leaders will put a question on the ballot asking voters to amend the state constitution to legalize cannabis. For, the, for that to happen for the November elections, the legislature would have to approve the question by 90 days before election day. They would need two-thirds of the legislature to agree. One source said the, this year is not off the table. But it is more of a risk since the state, election, state assembly elections top the ticket and the turnout is expected to be light and, and voters older. But if the question fails, lawmakers would have to wait three years to put on the ballot. Thus, 2020 seems safer considering there's a presidential election that will draw a larger turnout with a younger electorate. Politico says... Politico New Jersey was the first to report sources saying that the bill was dead. End of article. But yeah, um, I'm going to say I'm going to say just a couple more te- things before sort of wrapping this up. Um, so now is the best time. Now is the time you have the most leverage to, like, if you live in Jersey, you have the most leverage to advocate for what you want. Whether that's social consumption lounges, whether that's um, um, home cultivation rights, rather, whether that's um, auto expungement, I think all three of those things are, are, are key. Like I've I've said in, in like the last episode or the episode before that, you know, any bill that does not have auto expungement, home cultivation. And places for people who don't own property to use cannabis. Any any bill that does not cover those three things is a crappy bill. And it's just fake legalization, if I'm to be honest. And oh, and, and places that don't have sales kind of fake legalization too. So shout out to Vermont and DC. But we know D but DC has a reason why 
you know, they can't do it. There's an amendment, I think, on the, the House of Representatives, but um, I think it's by this Maryland representative called something Harris. And it's called the Harris Amendment. And it's saying, and it basically says the federal government can't use, um, that because DC, because DC is situating where the federal government is, they can't, they can't ever have sales unless they sort of have the go ahead from the, from the house of reps or from the federal government. And every time they block sales, but, um, DC's gov—I mean, DC's uh, mayor is trying to push for sales, and I, I hope she's successful at pulling this off. Um, Muriel Bra Bowser is trying to push for this, and I really hope—I really hope she gets it. I really hope um, these Reefer Manus federal um, House of Rep House of Rep um, representatives and these senators don't don't slap this down like they've been doing in the past few years. But yeah, um, now is the best time you have to. Now is the best time and the mo and the time you have the most leverage. So advocate for those things and other things you want to see in adult use in your state. And um, I'll I'll leave information to um, to find your legislatures and I'll leave a, a link to the New Jersey legislature's website. I'll leave a link to Governor Murphy's website and. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about this matter. Oh, um, the reason why I put the um, that clip from Atlanta, the um, prices in the can, is because it'd be a darn shame, and I might even title the the uh, episode um, this, but it'll be a darn shame if a place called the Garden State that has that as a nickname doesn't have homegrow. It would be very, very ironic, don't you think? Just think about it. Um, so as always, everyone, peace out. Stay medicated, my friends. Fight for home growth. Fight for expungement. Fight for social consumption lounges. Fight for social equity. Fight for auto expungement. Again, auto expungement must be at the top of the list, my, my estimation. So peace out. Stay medicated, my friends. And fight tyranny. Fight the new prohibition. Fight fake legalization. Peace out.